Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Football Team Nation, what is going on? I'm here today, around lunchtime, kicking it with Todd. How you feeling? Kicking it. Yeah, man, lunchtime. Haven't eaten yet, though. Uh, I'm freezing cold for some reason. I'm not sure why I'm in my house. Freezing cold. <laughs> um, I'm doing well, though. How are you? Doing well. We just got a little bit of news today that, uh, not officially, but right. Alex Smith, it will be cut, freeing up almost $52 million in cap space in total. Yeah. Um, that's that's what we expected, right? Right. That's what we expected. That's what needs to happen uh, because you can't have a guy on the books for $14.7 million and uh, he'd not be your uh, you know, guaranteed starter or, or answer at quarterback. So thank you to Alex for you know, a great couple of you know 16 games i guess 11 and 5 record a couple of good times so thank you and now we move forward trying to find a long-term solution to this ongoing problem but yeah it's what we expected it's there was a point during the season where it seemed like okay well you could bring alex back and get a young guy to sit but that ship has kind of sailed because alex clearly did kind of deteriorate as the season went on so yeah. i think jacksonville with urban meyer with Trevor Lawrence, and he's not going to start over Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> no. But to back up, to at least just be in the room with Trevor, I think it'd be a really good fit. Absolutely. I think it'd be very beneficial for Trevor. And, yep. and, and him being back with Urban Meyer, I think it, I could definitely see it. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, we just had the opportunity to sit down with Phoenix Sproles, North Dakota State wide receiver number 11. Last year, with Trey Lance, had a breakout season, was the number two leading wide receiver, had 33 receptions, 541 yards, two touchdowns, caught Trey Lance's first touchdown throw of the season. Uh, he was also his roommate, I believe, for two years, roomed with him. And so we had a chance to talk with Phoenix Sproles, who was also the cousin of former NFL running back Darren Sproles, about himself about you know his his career at North Dakota State and his goals for the future but about Trey Lance and he really gave us some really really good nuggets the uh, uh, I almost I almost called you by your full name <laughs> Tay <laughs> yeah he gave us some some good nuggets like you mentioned um, I'm not going to ruin it for you like I did the uh, the other <laughs> one <laughs> with Justin but, yeah yeah with Justin Fields <laughs> but I'm gonna let you all listen to it but um, great insight on on Trey Lance, and I know Todd and I are both warming up to the idea of just uh, the prospect of having him as our franchise quarterback. Whether it's him sitting behind a Mariota or a Mariota or 
a Cam veteran Newton quarterback. Or even a or Cam Newton. I, right, I didn't want to say Cam Newton because I know everybody's going to freak out. Okay, sorry. So take that so back. just like a Mariota. <laughs> just a Mariota. <laughs> or a veteran quarterback. And ideally, I would like them to sit for like a year. Right. And just learn. And just learn the offense, learn the verbiage, and uh, just get acquainted and not rush like we did in the past, you know, with, with the last quarterback we drafted in the first round. So right. Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I love the interview, and it's a great guy, humble, humble guy. And, uh, yeah, he really – Hoping really for success for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, people talk about Trey Lance and, and him being the least ready, played at the FCS level. Uh, played on the best team in the FCS and also played only one year. But also in the interview, when you kind of hear some of the things that North Dakota State, I guess what's, what speaks to their winning culture, they, they just lost their first game in 39 games. It was a 39-game win streak. They just lost it on Saturday. And they've won seven of their last eight championships. But there's a reason that that happens. And for Trey Lance to be a part of that, gives him an advantage coming to the NFL. He knows what a winning culture is. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, he has a mentality that he will bring with him. And uh, so so our interview with uh, Phoenix Sproles, he's going to talk about that. I forgot to tell him that his name is really cool too. I love, I love that name, Phoenix. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So we're going to go into that interview. And if you were not sold or not interested in Trey Lance, listen to the interview. Because the last quarterback we had, you know, had the physical tools in terms of arm strength and, and whatnot and had a great season at the, one of the highest levels in college football. But the things that he was lacking the most in terms of really just desire and, and work to really be great and prepare, not just physically, but mentally, seemed to be the things that Trey Lance is best at. Also, I like, I like the fact that he has that small school mentality. Right, right. And he has everything to prove. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love a guy like that. It's right. not, you know, nothing's handed to him. I'm not saying other guys haven't handed to him, but he's had to work for it. And um, I think of a Jimmy Moreland. When you think of the other um, quarterbacks in the league who maybe not have a resume of being at a top, top school. Right. You know, and, and um, I'm looking forward to him. He seems like he seems like a great guy. And I'm looking forward to seeing where he lands in the draft. And it's not impossible to think that he get up to Washington. It's, I think for me, the, the, it's not a question of whether or not they could move up. I think they could if they want it bad enough. Right. I think they can make a deal with the team and, and get up. It's just a matter if they like a guy enough and if they think it's worth it. Um, and, and to be honest, personally, I hope that they like him enough because Trey Lance, I, I think, is going to be a success in the NFL. I don't care about the one year in the FCS and all that. Some guys just seem to have it combination of the physical talents with the mental ability and desire all put together you don't see too many guys who have the physical ability i mean elite physical ability and then the the mental aptitude and desire to truly be great fail you don't see that a lot and that seems to be the case with trey lance where he has it all he just needs to go to a good situation so and hopefully that would be in washington so we're going to go to our interview with north dakota state wide receiver Phoenix Sproles. If you love a good chicken sandwich, you have to go to Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. They are a minority-owned, veteran-owned small business, and they've brought Nashville-style hot chicken to the D.C. area. Their chicken sandwich is one of the best you'll ever have, and you can't get it anywhere else. Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. Look them up. Try it out. You won't regret it. We are delighted to be joined by the one and only Phoenix Sproles wide receiver for North Dakota State University. Thank you for joining us, Phoenix. Thank you for having me. 
and it is pronounced just like how it's spelled, right? Yes, sir. Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> um, no, you're good. You're good. So, first thing I noticed was it didn't it didn't click right away, but I noticed Sproles, and then I was like, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. So you're mm-hmm. the cousin of Darren Sproles. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. So um, has he had an impact on your football career? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, ever since I can remember, uh, so always tried to live up to that name, you know, Sproles, Little Sproles, whatever it may be. Right. Um, just seeing him play just motivated me to, to, to be the best I could be because um, seeing him do it, uh, I knew it was possible. So it was a big impact for me, for sure. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Especially if you're doing it. He was, he was one of a kind. So definitely a great example. Go ahead, Tay. Yeah. I remember him in San Diego and also Mm -hmm. in in Philly a couple of years as Washington fans, he would give us a fit, but I noticed there's something about you too. And and we watched some of the film on you as well. And you got speed, man. It must run in the family, huh? (laughs) Yeah, man. It has to, it has to, it's got to. All right. (laughs) So uh, like, what would you say is your, like your favorite, favorite team like going into sport like do you do you have a favorite team where you just like no I just balled out you know it's just like NFL yeah uh so favorite team one of my favorite teams is um it's kind of depressing but actually the Minnesota Vikings uh <laughs> okay. I mean we do decent every year no <laughs> we do decent we get close right. but we never we never really make anything out of it yeah um, there's been some heartbreakers Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. That Saint, that Saints game, like four, three, four years ago. Yep, yep. I mean, we always get close, but we never know how to uh, finish it off. But I've been a Vikings fan. I love the receivers that they have. So, gotcha. Okay, uh, you can go with your next question, Tay. That kind of leads up to what he just said. Okay. Um, as far as player comparison, who you say if you got you like the receivers? Obviously, mm-hmm. they got Thielen and um, Justin Jefferson. What what player would you say you compare yourself to as far as uh, wide receivers like that you just like look up to or you know just like man I want to model my game after this guy yeah like you like I said um uh, Adam Thielen uh, I feel like Adam we have like a similar story he's from uh, Devil's Lake I believe um which is a small small town in Minnesota um I'm not obviously from a small town but I'm from a FCS college so right we both kind of have like underdog backgrounds he's from a division two school in Minnesota Mankato um, and just like his work ethic, he made it to the league based off of his work ethic. Uh, he wasn't the he wasn't running a four three. I think he he did run a four four. I think or a low four five. Um, wasn't the fastest, wasn't the biggest, wasn't the strongest, but uh, he worked hard, outworked the guys that were ahead of him, um, and just took advantage of, of his opportunities that was given to him. So uh, I kind of modeled my game after him. Got you. Okay. Uh, so NDSU, how did you end up there? Right. Um, so for my school, we had, I think, two two guys go to NDSU previously. So I knew about the school. I knew about the, uh, the tradition that they had, the winning culture. Right. Um, so when it was time to make that decision, it was kind of easy for me. I had a bunch of schools, FCF schools around that area in our in our conference. Um, but I just I didn't want to play for anyone. I wanted to play to win. And um, something that we are accustomed here to do is to win or find a way to win. And um, I just wanted to be a part of what we had here at NDSU. Okay. I'm going to follow up real quick on that with another question. Because you talked about NDSU winning. You know, they're, they are the Alabama of the FCS. Like, that's what right. they do is when it's, what, seven of the last eight championships, right? right? Yep. yep. Um, so, 
playing for a school where you kind of know going into every game, like we can win, we, we probably will win mm-hmm. knowing that, but still having to stay humble and not have that mindset to know to where you get caught off guard. How do you balance that? And how do your coaches and the, the team as a whole balance that? So um, my, after my freshman year was my first time winning national championship. Um, we get back to, after the championship, we get back to school you know, we always get like T-shirts and national championship T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't wear those. You can't wear those to any of our workouts. You can't wear them um, public. Otherwise, you have to turn them inside out because we plan wow. for the next. We plan for the next year. Uh, once that's, it's a great moment. But when it when it's when it's here and it's over, it's over. Uh, we forget about it. We, pre- we prepare for the next year, um, the next game, uh, whatever it may be. So we take it. We don't take it very lightly. Um, what we what we do here and our success here. So. Um, I mean, we're never complacent. We actually, um, we actually just lost our first game. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, Thirty-nine, uh, right? Yeah, we just lost our first game about three or four years, uh, this past Saturday. So yeah. um, that was, I mean, I've, I've been, I've been thirty, thirty-two and zero. So this is my first loss. Wow. And I, I didn't play that game, but um, no, I felt like I did. I felt like I was playing. Right. Um, but uh, just like you said, like you, we can lose. Like we expect, we expect ourselves to win. How we prepare and how we um how we do things here at ndsu but we came short and that was back to the drawing boards and we got to respond to that so um we just back to your question about uh just winning and that mentality it's just we just try to push every day and be perfect throughout the week and uh get the victory whatever team we're playing that week gotcha okay all right so what's your decision to go to ndsu uh, mm-hmm. was a, a specific quarterback in mind that you, you said hey i gotta play with this guy <laughs> tell, me, tell me your thoughts about like what was did that play a factor you going to NDSU? Yeah, so it was junior junior summer of junior. Uh, Trey was the first commitment of our 2018 class, and uh, we met a couple times on a couple of different college visits. So I knew of him. Uh, I saw him a couple times, but we weren't that close, or whatever. And then um, we just got on the phone. He committed first, and he got on the phone. We just talked. For like, he was just telling me how oh, I should come to NDSU, commit, let's start something, let's let's get this class going, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, I commit a month later. I'm the second commit in that class. And um, just watching Trey and how he played in high school and kind of like the player he was, I knew that would be someone that I'd want to play with and compete with. So, um, like you said, that it was a big decision. That was a big factor in coming to NDSU was uh, finding that leader in our class, and that was Trey. So it must have been really cool for you when you caught his first touchdown pass of the season, then, right? <laughs> yeah, that was that was crazy. I, I forgot that he hasn't he didn't throw a touchdown. He played like three games, I think, our freshman year, but um, or he ran for a couple of touchdowns, but mm-hmm. that was his first passing touchdown, so it was really cool. Awesome. Uh, so, was there a moment, you know, because Trey Easton Stick was there, the starter mm-hmm. for 2018, right? Yep. Um, and then your your sophomore year is when you kind of had the chance to really blow up, and that was yep. his freshman year starting at quarterback. But going through the offseason and, and, and then training camp, really, at whatever point that he was competing or named the starter, was there a moment where you were kind of just like, okay, wow, like this dude is is for real? I want to say just even before training camp, that before he started that um, my sophomore year, his redshirt freshman year, just those four games he played in, mm-hmm. um, just how composed he was. I think it was a bad snap. He got the snap, didn't panic, 
ran touchdown mm-hmm. like, he didn't hesitate like it's like things he did in high school it just translated over to college yeah and there's another play he had another rushing touchdown he's running past dudes that's been playing college football for three years whatever it may be score another touchdown so when I saw that I knew um right, this dude could play I, obviously he didn't throw anything but he was just running but seeing him how he was just running and um showed no fear being a 18 year old kid going up to up against his grown men right I was just like, okay, this this dude's for real, and I can't wait to see what we have in store for next year. That is pretty wild. <laughs> it is okay. crazy. So as a as a GM, not saying that we're GMs, but as a GM, you know, they come and ask you like, hey, why why should any team draft Trey Lance? Yeah. What what would you say? I mean, what what do you think? What do you, like you say? You've seen him in high school, and, and mm-hmm. you've seen him obviously. You've seen it firsthand in both in both instances. Will it translate to the NFL? I believe so it will. Um, I actually have no doubt that it will. Um, like you said, if you're a GM and the question is, why why do you think we would draft or take Trey? I'd say um, you're getting a better person than you are a player. Uh, for me, um, there's a lot of times freshman year where, where I didn't want to play football because, you know, freshman year is kind of one of the hardest years. You go from uh, high school football to college football. It's turning into – you see more like the business side, you know, mm-hmm. it's just a lot harder than what you thought. <laughs> yeah. And um, he, we were roommates um, and he was just that backbone, you know, keep pushing. Cause I, I played that year and he obviously didn't play that year, but he was in my corner just telling me to keep pushing, blah, 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 blah. Um, just things he does off the field is my biggest thing. Um, you know, how he prepares himself. He's watching film at 7.00 AM Monday through Monday through Friday, leading up to the game. While most dudes are asleep. Um, just the little things he does and uh, just how he led our team uh, as a see, 18 or 19. He was probably 19. As he led our team as a 19-year-old, uh, team guys that are two, three, four years older than him, whatever it may be, um, you know, you got to be you got to be you got to be really mature to do that. And he stepped up to the plate and um, it started on the offseason when we didn't have anything football related and you just saw him grow as a person. So you're going to get a better person than a player. That's what uh, that's what uh, really matters, you know, especially at quarterback, right? To that leadership. So thanks for speaking to that. Now you said you guys were roommates, yep. um, so you kind of know him on a pretty personal level, right? It yeah. Seems like you guys are pretty close. Yeah. Like, what is he like? You know, just out when he's if he if he's able to switch off that football mindset, what is he like? Or are there any kind of like fun, crazy stories that you like feel comfortable sharing? Yeah. No, he's a a big kid. He is a big kid. He plays video games. Uh, back like our our freshman year. Yeah, we, on the weekends we play video games to like three a.m. Uh, <laughs> Fortnite, Call of Duty, whatever it may Got be. You, He's okay. going at the TV. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, we get insomnia cookies, which is like this uh, this I, cookie yep. place. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah, I know you're talking about. about. Yep, we yep. Get that kill kill a twelve <laughs> kill a twelve. Like just just normal kid stuff that we would right. do. Uh, just enjoying the moments that we had freshman year. Uh, sophomore year as well too um but yeah he's just he's just a big kid off the field he's a normal guy uh he he, he needs to let it loose sometimes so it's right. good that he has that, that side to him right 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 good day uh as far as who would you compare him to you know in the league i know a lot of people say josh island yeah. a lot of people say a, a bigger or a fat like a bigger russell wilson who would you compare him to, like, as far as, as you know, quarterbacks in the league? Yeah. Um, for I like uh, 
I think Deshaun Watson would be my comparison. Um, obviously, uh, yeah, actually, yeah, Deshaun Watson. Uh, they play. They have really both really good arm strength. Um, mm-hmm. Can run. I think Trey can. I think Trey runs more in college than Deshaun did, but Deshaun has the ability to run as well, and he's right. a really good runner. So I think um, they have those two, those comparisons with each other. So I'd say Deshaun Watson for sure. Um, talking about this just popped up in my head, but you know, it, it's a mystery wherever, wherever your, you know, your friend Trey Lance is going to end up, you know, he could be a, a top five pick, you know, he could quote unquote slide, which for him would, would probably be good because he made it up on an even better team. So how crazy would it be for you if he ended up on the Vikings? I don't know what I would do. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I'm, I'm getting a Jersey right away. I'm calling yeah. the, the Viking store. I, I need a customized Jersey. <laughs> um, I mean, it'd be it'd be cool for me because Minnesota's three hours away. So if he has right. a, a a game or anything, and we have a off off whatever a bye week or whatever, I go down there and watch a game. So that'd be that'd be pretty cool. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> anything is possible. Yeah, anything, yeah, anything is possible. Right. <laughs> Can't wait for right. the draft. Um, do you have any more tape? No, you can go ahead. Tyler. So and then uh, I think one last question on Trey, but um. I'd, I'd heard him, his quarterbacks, or the quarterback coach who's kind of working with him now, preparing for the draft in the NFL, mm-hmm. talking about how he would, I guess, I don't know if it's lead meetings or he would kind of prep some of the game plan and then kind of share that. I don't know the, exactly what it was, but but can you talk a bit about that and just him leading in terms of um, game preparation? Yeah, um, so game preparation, I want to say our Fridays, we'd always get together Um just as offense, whatever, and go over like a couple of plays that we might use. Um, we're doing that at, like 7 a.m. Uh, he's, he's going through the protections of the offensive lineman, whatever it may be, um, going over routes, uh, signals that we might use for that week for the receivers, making sure everyone's on top of things, um, just crossing T's and dotting I's, going through the checklist of things that we need to know before this game. Um, if we see a corner blitz, but what the corner demeanors might look like, he'll, t- he'll let us know. Mm. Um, He's got in the game before he's beat me where I, as a receiver, I'm supposed to identify if a corner's coming on a blitz and he'll call it out before I even have the chance to do it because he'll <laughs> see it before I do. Um, so just little things like that, all the little details, he'll just knock out before the game. Uh, it's been a tradition. I think Easton showed him how to do that. Mm-hmm. And quarterbacks, boy, that's just something that the quarterback room and the quarterback coach does. Um, just make sure these quarterbacks are ready to go. And Trey was uh, always on top of it. It seems like at NDSU – you know, sometimes college offensive systems are, are just kind of, you know, it's pretty simple stuff, hand yeah. signals, yeah. look to the sideline, but you guys run yeah. NFL style plays. You call plays in the huddle. It's, they put a yeah. lot on you as quarterbacks, receivers, right? Yep. They got a whole paragraph of words to say before every play. Wow. <laughs> okay. So just learning that, you know, how difficult mm-hmm. is that? Freshman year, um, you're like a chicken with a head cut off. You're running around. You don't know what's going on. You're hearing a, a different language. <laughs> And you just got to try your best, honestly, is yeah. what I was put through and how other freshmen uh, went about it. But uh, once you do get it, it's easy. Um, you just got to, you know, obviously repetition gets easier and easier, but um, it just it gets you ready for the NFL. That's what I've heard right. from older guys. Uh, we have a complex playbook similar to an NFL style playbook or even more complex than that. So um, it, it definitely gets you ready. And are you guys still pretty close? You talk um, talk now or? Yeah, oh yeah, he uh it's actually kind of funny. He almost calls me t- two times every day. Oh yeah. I'm at like eight AM, he'll wake me up if I'm not <laughs> up already. 
we talk all the time. All the That's time. cool, man. Um, so for you, you had a breakout year last year, right? And I'm sure that was awesome. Favorite moment for you from last year? Honestly, that Butler game, oh, that first catch that okay. from Trey, his first touchdown, it was in the Twin Cities, uh, right where I'm from, about 20 minutes from where I'm from. So it was it was, it was fun to put on a show in front of my hometown. It was a perfect throw, perfect catch, just awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, and a couple more for you. What's your, as a receiver, what's your favorite route to run? Favorite route? Um, honestly, uh, just a taper, honestly, just a taper route, just a mm-hmm. little fade ball, you know, you speed gotcha. against speed, see who best man is going to win. You gotcha. Man coverage. Um, you just got to win. Shows who, right. who's a better player. <laughs> right. It's uh, especially against single high where, you know, like yeah. you said, it's just man to man. And he was really good at those. So yeah, sure. you've got this year and then next year, probably, I guess, playing. Yep. And then yep. what's, what are the goals for you for your future? Are you, are you trying to, is the goal, is the NFL the goal? NFL is a goal. It's been a dream of mine uh, ever since I touched the football. Uh, okay. Seeing other people do it, I, I know it's possible. So, yeah, it's definitely right. one of my goals. And having that Sproles last name may help just enough, yes, right? I, hey, I'll take it. Whatever I can get <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. I will take it. Whatever help you can get because it's not easy. But uh, right. so, well, w- thank you for your time. It, it's been really cool talking to you. It's you, You're very, I guess, you're, you're easy to talk to and you answer the questions very well. So thank you for that. And, so, and thank you for responding to us. We wanted to talk and we're going to be rooting for you and hoping you have a great year, stay healthy and you know, that we see you in the NFL, maybe in that purple and, uh, and yellow. Or in that burgundy and gold. Or in that burgundy and gold too. <laughs> hey, look, man, hey, you know. I'll go, I'll go wherever, 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 wherever the opportunity is. I'm there. So I, I appreciate, awesome. you, appreciate you guys for reaching out to me. So. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. And so have a great season, stay healthy and uh, yeah, sure. good luck in the future. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. you. So grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.